0: today we will finish session 52 52 law of one was received may 19 1981 it's uh, not a long session only um, 13 exchanges last t- excuse me last time we did the first half and uh, ended i believe on um, question 52 7 one of the most important passages um, pith instructions of raw in the entire um, raw material law of one series I think uh, wondering about what's really important on the spiritual path understanding or framing spiritual path as discipline of personality what is the discipline of personality <clears throat> they don't mean um, they don't mean physical disciplines Ra has also used the term discipline of understanding. So the discipline of understanding is the heart of the discipline of personality and what Ra calls the term the discipline of personality is the essence of the positive spiritual path up to higher self. And Ra said uh, acceptance of self, this is the second paragraph in their reply of 52.7, acceptance of self, forgiveness of self, and direction of the will this is the path towards the disciplined personality so the goal we may say is a disciplined personality Uh, personality is also a a term that can be used for the conscious mind or conscious self the 3d manifest self 3d space-time self the self associated with first second third fourth chakras or this incarnation not the total self, Uh, meaning the personality, persona in Greek means mask. So we can say that our manifestation is a mask of true self. And true self, like Atman, is itself a sub-sub-creator or um, um, a manifestation of the same spark of, of Godhead, of the infinite creator, or of the Logos, a spark of the Logos, who is the creator of light uh, as our true nature that is the essence of our body-mind-spirit complex or sense of self or personal self in this world. And so uh, a disciplined personality means uh, body-mind-spirit healing and initiation. The healing and initiation of mind-body-spirit leads us to become a disciplined personality which is just a phrase, you can also say a spiritual person. Uh, And it's the same work as always, you see. It's clearing blockages of one, two, three, activating and balancing four and five, and activating and coordinating six chakras with all of them, and then making the contact with intelligent infinity, six to seven. So the development of the seven rays, seven chakras, and their seven energy fields... Is the path the develop that development is the path to the disciplined personality. Now you can say uh, you can take a mechanical, mechanistic approach, which is what some yoga traditions do, some Western occult or Eastern Western occult, Buddhist occult or Buddhist esoteric, does, doing mantra, doing ritual, doing ceremony, doing visualization. Occultist way, manipulating matter or manipulating energy by mind to develop the seven chakras, but actually there are some that that approach doesn't go all the way because there is a lot of control. Uh, the other way, you know, is to develop these qualities of mind that uh, allow um, all of the seven chakras to express themselves freely which includes our blockages and then meet them in uh love wisdom balance and and awareness of of wholeness or oneness so the the way of developing the seven rays and balance is self-acceptance self-forgiveness and direction of will and so self-accept know yourself accept yourself become the creator Ra had said and acceptance is a fourth ray of heart heart acceptance unconditional acceptance love self forgiveness of self in my view includes taking responsibility and a deeper understanding of causality and how things came to be and um in my view uh, is not only love but also love wisdom and some sense of the um inevitability or the um Uh, you know, the kind of choicelessness of what is. Uh, I did my best. I couldn't do any, I could not have done any better. And moving to forgiveness, uh, I take responsibility, but I also, and I acknowledge that I wish I hadn't done that, or I wish I had done something. Uh, I have regret and remorse and there's self-blame. But I don't want to stay stuck here forever. And I do acknowledge that I couldn't have done any otherwise at the time. I just wasn't able to. So to me, that forgiveness includes wisdom and some sick chakra activation. And all of this is associated with um, the um, proper direction of will or the right use of desire. (laughs) Another one presentation of that is the same. What do you want? Right, Right use of desire. Is the proper direction of will what do you want where should you apply your will what do you want do you know what you want most people don't know what they want in many ways you know and so you know i always ask people at seminars and in counseling what are you here for what would you like and most people have a very shallow or very um short answer (laughs) what am i here for people are so self-inhibited so self-inhibiting and then other people who are not so self-inhibited um, you know, need to inhibit themselves or discipline or be more careful and they need more restraint. So people don't understand, um, you know, what's the balanced use of will. Um, it certainly uh, includes the freedom to communicate and express yourself fully and totally and completely anytime and all the time but it includes the wisdom to know when it's better to restrain oneself and not act physically and not speak in mind so as not to hurt people and get into trouble so um, Ra was saying it's not helpful to control one's thought processes or impulses except where they may result in actions not consonant with the law of one meaning infringing, meaning harming others or harming self so restraint is absolutely necessary to in some cases uh, to prevent physical action and speech particularly uh, that may hurt others or hurt ourselves yet we also need the unconditional self-love and acceptance to be able to know that uh, I could express my mind or my thought fully anytime you want to know what I think? I can tell you fully how much, you know, whatever supply of speakingness you'd like On the other hand, uh, I would want to have the wisdom to know when I should shut up, because it's too much, it's bothering you, and it's not necessary, and I don't want to take over, and things like that. So, uh, one needs uh, the green ray activation of love and unconditional acceptance to be able to fully know and express oneself. Then, also, one needs um, careful development of discernment, to realize when um, self-restraint is essential. I will not make this physical action. I will not make this speech because I don't want to infringe or hurt them or hurt me or get trouble. That's very balanced. That, that is the freedom of you know unilateral, total uh, self-expression that comes from self-acceptance. So green ray opening the door to total self-expression. But Blu-ray <laughs> uh wisdom, fifth fifth chakra, opening the door to a careful discernment of just how much I ought to express myself at any one time. And then looking to the past, when there's blame, we determine whether it's reasonable blame, what part of the blame is reasonable. I deserve some blame but maybe I don't deserve you know <clears throat> uh you know, decapitation, but Uh, I also acknowledge um, that I wish I hadn't, or I wish to not do so again, but I also don't want to hate myself or live in uh, self-punishment. So then moves to forgiveness. And all of that is a result of the direction of will. And Ra said the phrase at the end, there's great danger in the use of the will, or the results of uncareful, undiscerning use of will. As personality becomes stronger, meaning as we have more access to intelligent energy, as sixth chakra is more developed, the greater the sinner, the greater the saint. Uh, Not that difficult for some great saints to become great sinner, like Saint Paul or Saul was so called a great sinner and became a great saint. Maybe I don't know, but the greatness is uh, the development of will. The greater the what makes the sinner or the saint great. Is their access to universal power or their development of will or their activation of six chakra and its coordination with lower centers it's it's the will is the will of God or universal will, right the law of free will, first principle and as that as we access that more by clearance of chakras one up through six, uh, then yes indeed, one must be very careful. Not to harm others, not to reduce our own polarity by an uncareful use of will or uh, deployment of power. Now, finally, the new material starts at 52.8, moving into questions of wanderers. Good stuff here. Don says, I sense possibly a connection between what you just said and why so many wanderers have selected harvest time on this planet to incarnate. Am I correct? This is a vague notion. So he's wondering, in the sense of the development of personality or the disciplining of personality and the path to move out of control to uh, discernment, (laughs) Uh, the use of the will and all that, Don is wondering, is there a connection between that teaching and the reality that many wanderers are here now for harvest? And Ra answers, it is correct that in the chance to remember that which has been lost in the forgetting. There is a nimiety, nimiety, nimiety of opportunity for positive polarization. We believe this is the specific thrust of your query. Please ask further if it is not. Uh, I'm not sure if that was the thrust of his query. Don Ra is saying that there is a nimiety, N-I-M-I-E-T-Y. I believe it means abundance or profusion a fullness or abundance and greatness of opportunity for positive polarization there's a, it's very true you know when we die or before we're born both we see um this incarnation as a profound enormous opportunity opportunity for what opportunity for service to the world yeah but actually um you know service to other is is not the path it's an aspect of the path but the path is continued positive polarization or continued spiritual development right? Ra is just uh, very discerning and very um, distinguishing in indicating two paths and says you know, spiritual development needs to be qualified or defined further for positive and negative so positive is positive polarization polarization is the polarization of increasing unity so it's not divide. it's the uh, specific development that includes greater appreciation of unity. So it's not a divisional polarization. It's an encompassment, encompassing. But in terms of um, the key, <laughs> you know, the great opportunity that this living on Earth is is the opportunity for greater spiritual development, which is also called positive polarization for us. Living on Earth is this tremendous opportunity, this nimiity, um, particularly in, what, uh, in, in the remembering what has been lost in the forgetting, penetrating the veil of mind in, in 3D incarnation. Uh, remembering who we are, remembering our cards, as from the poker game analogy. Uh, our cards being where we're from, why we're here, what our purposes in incarnation are, many purposes why we're getting stuck right now in the moment why i chose my parents why i chose this body why i have this illness why i had those preferences why i have these relationships why these relationships are in this condition how i can help this one how i should not help that one this one how to act and what i should avoid right that all of that inquiry um is no different than what gotama said ...as that which leads to the development of discernment. Discernment. Some people are discerning and some are not. Some people have great discernment and some don't. Most don't. Some have great, most have somewhat. Some people are not surprised by um, revelations. Some people freak out and and have a panic attack or a nervous breakdown. Some people are very clear as to who's a sincere teacher... ...and some people are completely caught by surprise. Oh! How could, who could have seen that? No, you couldn't have seen it because you have not done the work of discernment or asking questions or seeking to know. If you seek to know, you'll ask questions. If you keep asking questions sincerely, you'll find answers. If you keep sincerely seeking to know, you will uh, distill the best of what you hear or what seems most true or most important or all that seems true and coordinate and, and come to a systematic understanding of anything, depending on your will to do so. But um, this uh, penetration of what has been lost in the forgetting is certainly an important part of um, the spiritual development in third density physical for anybody, positive or negative, wanderer or not. But for wanderers in particular, um, it's very helpful. You know, we need to find out, we need to remember who we are. And, And I've always say, you know, for those who are wanderers, it's quite helpful that you come to know it for sure, as much as you can. And we'll go on fifty-two nine <clears throat> with a further discussion of why wanderers are here at the ha- time of harvest, dimensional shift, three-day three-way split. And it's great; it's really great that Don keeps pushing on this because um, there, the three of them are wanderers, and we're wanderers, and anybody who is listening to this point is generally a wanderer, except for the few agents who are taking notes. But in general, um, the only people, peoples, who are reading the raw material into the sessions 50 and 60 and so on are wanderers, in general. Uh, Why, Don is saying, well, I just include the question as to why time of harvest is selected by so many wanderers as time for incarnation. Why are so many wanderers incarnating here at at harvest time? Very, very important answer. 52.9 helps wanderers a lot. Ross says, in uh, one, two, three, four, five paragraphs. Ross says there are several reasons for incarnation during harvest. They may be divided by the terms self and other self. Okay. I'll add the one, the numbers here. Number one, excuse me. The overriding reason for the offering of these brothers and sisters of sorrow, wanderers, in incarnative states, is the possibility of aiding other selves by the lightening of the planetary consciousness distortions and the probability, in brackets here, of offering catalyst to other selves which will increase the harvest. Number two, in brackets also there, in brackets there are two other reasons for choosing this service which have to do with the self. The next, the wanderer, if it remembers and dedicates itself to service, will polarize much more rapidly than is possible in the far more etiolated realms of higher-density catalyst. And the last, the final reason, is within the mind-body-spirit totality, or the social-memory complex totality, which may judge that an entity or members of a societal entity can make use of third-density catalyst to recapitulate a learning teaching, which is adjudged to be less than perfectly balanced. This especially applies to those entering into and proceeding through sixth density, wherein the balance between compassion and wisdom is perfected. So, there are four reasons for incarnation here. Four reasons for the incarnation of wanderers at the time of harvest given by Ra. Two related to self, two related to other self, but they're all related to one's own path of polarization. These are um the first two that are supposedly related to other self are actually related to service at two levels service to the planet service to humanity the other two uh, opportunities or reasons for incarnation which have to do with the self supposedly only are actually um simply not associated with service to other But they're more associated with the fruits of study and meditation, or self-development, you know, uh, internal cultivation. So, the first two that relate to service, or relate to other self, so-called, is, one, the overriding reason. This is uh, number one. Number one reason that wanderers here, wanderers being brothers and sisters of sorrow, responding to the sorrow of humanity. Not that we're walking around in sorrow. But, but humanity, Earth humanity, has deep sorrow, more than they care to acknowledge and admit and feel. That's why they hold it, because they don't want to face it. They don't accept it, so they can't heal it. <laughs> That's why we're here. The main reason is, um, offering ourselves in incarnation, is the possibility or the likelihood of helping others by simply this lightening of the planetary consciousness distortions and that's number one that's that lightning or making um less thick uh diluting planetary consciousness distortions uh is the number one reason that wanderers are here and that's to help the harvest adjust to help the planet adjust its electromagnetic grids uh, to prepare for harvest or for dimension for the fourth dimension actually um that may reduce destructive earth changes Uh, this first overriding reason which is associated with the planetary consciousness distortions right distortions of the planetary collective mind or the collective mind of humanity which is associated to the planetary electromagnetic webs or the etheric grid and the energy webs of the planet distortions which make it difficult Uh, as a result of human distortion, you know, these are basically um, electromagnetic problems as the result of distortions of human consciousness, uh, you know, in the last 50,000 years. Basically, uh, since uh, Easter Island, you can say, but particularly in the last 15,000 since the development of Atlantis. In in the last 15,000 years, humanity has been quite bellicose, quite distorted. That... Ra has explained, uh, creates thermal heat trapped in the body of the Earth. That heat needs to be vented at the time of harvest so that the planet can <clears throat> reform and readjust um, its electromagnetic energy grid and electromagnetic vortices of reception of cosmic in-streaming energy. So as to be, Ra said, appropriately magnetized for 4th density. That, that readjustment or assisting the readjustment of the electric magnetic fields and vortices is the primary service of Wanderers in incarnation, which Ra explains as lightening planetary consciousness distortions. In my view, number two, also related to service, is uh, offering catalyst to others, which increase the harvest. Meaning, help them grow. Help uh, catalyst of what? Of love, light, of kindness and and some uh, helpful words that's it kindness and some helpful words the root of seva seva yoga karma yoga the root of karma yoga well, karma yoga is a uh, one of the yogas of a traditional hindu spiritual path karma means action or cause uh call call action yoga <laughs> is seva or service it's seva is also sanskrit ram das wrote about that extensively and has a group called a SEVA, S-E-V-A, SEVA, SEVA Foundation. Um, this is service to individuals, service to, you know, through relationship, through personal relationship and group life. Not electromagnetic necessarily, or it's not primarily a radiant, uh, invisible service, but uh, tangible uh, service assistance by thought, word, and deed in relationship and groups. Uh, to which is catalyst giving other selves a chance um, to speed their own evolution and perhaps become harvestable or able to graduate and um, get centered in love, center themselves in love, assistance to help others, cent, you know, <laughs> develop love and wisdom themselves. Then there are two other reasons for coming here now, which has to do with self, which really means not related to service. Exactly in the same as so the first two, they're all ready to self as I said. So you see, even great teacher like Raw, um, maybe use words that should be um, parsed further, that should be, care you know qualified further for for a clearer understanding. So, in the case of these other two purposes, if the wanderer remembers and dedicates itself to service, um meaning um, includes the desire to be of benefit to conscious desire to help the planet and help humanity, then that wanderer polarizes much more rapidly uh, than they may have in the far more etiolated realms of higher density catalyst or higher density realms where catalyst is etiolated. Etiolated realm, etiolate, is to make pale by depriving of light. It's basically uh, when you have your Chinatown bean sprouts, so you can say higher dimensional higher dimensions are like uh, Chinatown bean sprout bean sprout basements, the Chinatown bean sprout basements of higher density catalyst, (laughs) meaning those bean sprouts are going to be white because there's no light, meaning higher density catalyst is very mild, it's very gentle, it's not intense, there's no friction. <laughs> there's nearly no friction. And so Ra is saying that um, because of the intensity of catalyst, because of the veil in mind, you see, because of the veil in mind, because of the nature of third density physical life, uh, catalyst is intense here and we may grow more rapidly here when we realize you know, life purpose, and um, uh, that we are on a spiritual path, and the, the purpose of life is is soul evolution. Finally, the final reason is basically associated with our home dimensional group, which is what Ra calls the mind-body-spirit totality or social memory complex totality, uh, which is our group, or our totality complex, meaning seven-density self, which realizes that uh, we... Or some portion of our group can use, or um, would rightly be able to use, 3D physical catalyst to recapitulate a learn teaching which we had uh, less than perfectly learned before, and so this is what associates with um, particularly six density groups that are doing whose work is the subtle balancing of love wisdom, um, but any wanderers. But the idea is that some wanderers, and most wanderers being Sixth Density, but some wanderers are here also for the reason of um, repeating and refining and redeveloping um, the certain learning or balancing that hasn't been done well or well enough From um, the time we are in that home, in that earlier density, when we were in third density long, long ago. All right, let's go on. So the point is, these are the four purposes of Wanderers being on Earth at this time of harvest. The first is associated with planetary. I believe, you know, it's my interpretation. The first purpose is um, world service associated with um, a, a radiatory. Uh, offering of love light for the planet for its energy consciousness adjustment second is the likelihood that by relationship and group life we may be able to uh, bring a bit of kindness and uh, helpful words to people around us and that they may then use to um, open their heart and move to balance and uh, develop themselves and become uh, harvestable or able to graduate and use this great opportunity third and fourth purposes are associated with the potential the likelihood of accelerated spiritual growth in this dimension by the intensity of catalyst much more accelerated than had we simply stayed in the higher dimensional life and finally um, review work refinement work for the whole group that we're a part of or ourselves on our own path of evolution where um There's a a less than perfectly learned lesson (laughs) from third density life that um, still has some resultant uh, consequential imbalance or distortion in sixth density. In the sixth density consciousness, there's still a less than perfected development uh, associated with um, non-development when we were in third density long, long ago. 5210, Um, Don has a long question, I'm not going to ask, I'm not going to explain it all, but he's wondering, okay, he's wondering about uh, the slingshot effect, Uh, he says, 5210, the only thing I can see is that you must put energy into the craft until it approaches the velocity of light, and this of course requires more and more energy, that dot dot dot, A time dilation occurs seems to me it would be possible by moving at 90 degrees to the direction of travel somehow change the stored energy in its application of direction or sense you move into out of space-time into time-space with a 90 degree deflection then the energy would be taken out in time-space and you'd re-enter space-time at the end of this energy reversal am i in any way correct on this I have no idea about this uh, type of physics this is probably related to Dewey Larson Larsonian multi-dimensional physics but Ross says you are quite correct as far as your language may take you and due to your training as a you know theoretical physicist as a pilot as a physicist whatever his training was uh, you are more than more able than we to express the concept that's interesting right because of his training he could express it better than Ra. Hmm. I would just say that, in the case of a of an eighth dimensional entity like Gautama, I would imagine they could um, explain it better than Don, also, or better than Don and Ra. But you know, we don't see that type of display here very often, <clears throat> where uh, a yogi, you know, gives technical information. But um, that's another matter. But in any case, <laughs> talking about you know the the physics of slingshot effect, hyperdimensional or or multidimensional travel, Ross said only our only correction would be to suggest that the ninety degrees of which you speak are an angle which may be may best be understood as a portion of a tesseract, and uh, the note is that tesseract in speculative speculative theoretical mathematics is a cube which has developed at least one additional dimension so we're certainly talking about you know theoretical quantum mecha- the- theoretical physics quantum mechanics interdimensional you know travel by um, you know mathematics and technology uh and uh, people are interested in more, and that can go to the work of Dewey Larson, L-A-R-S-O-N. Don referenced him, referenced him, and seemed to indicate uh, much of what he wrote is true. Uh, 5211, Don asks, well, is there then, from the point of view of of an individual who wishes to follow the service to others path from our present position in third density, is there anything of importance other than Disciplines of personality, knowledge of self, and strengthening of the will. So you see, uh, this question ties back to 52.7, where you know it's very important to hold Ra's language tightly. Um, Ra said, acceptance of self, forgiveness of self, and direction of the will. This is the path towards the disciplined personality. Not associated with self-controlling, but sometimes self-restraint the path towards a disciplined personality as an achievement self-acceptance self-forgiveness and careful direction of the will um, Don ad- Don puts that as the disciplines of personality you can say that you know self-acceptance self-understanding careful direction of will are disciplines of personality You can say that that uh, self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, and careful direction of will leads to a disciplined personality, leads to becoming or being a disciplined personality. Knowledge of self was associated with um, an earlier formulation where Ross said, know yourself, accept yourself, become the creator. Know yourself is, you may say, green, you know, blue-green. Accept yourself is... Very much green, but certainly know yourself, accept yourself, or acceptance of self and knowledge of self, you know, is the work of developing fourth and fifth chakras, period. Period meaning um, that's the heart of know yourself, accept yourself. Self-acceptance, self-knowledge is key to the positive path in honesty, (laughs) in kindness and honesty. Uh, and strengthening of the will raw didn 't say strengthening of the real will, but raw did talk about the development of concentration as being really important and the development of will really important but you see focusing on self uh, on um full spectrum self acceptance full spectrum self knowing you know unhindered um uninhibited self acceptance doesn't mean self action it means accepting but that depends on uninhibited or fearless self-knowing so fearless uninhib- you know fearless and uninhibited seeking to know oneself leads to um, you know full spectrum ability to accept oneself know yourself accept yourself uh, is the key to the transit between blocked first second third chakras to activated 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th and 6th chakra um, awakening and initiation so Don's formulation is always a little different than Ra it is important to be careful you can call them all disciplines of personality you can say that the disciplined personality is our goal I don't think of it exactly that way but um, the keys we can see here are heart based acceptance and mind or intellect or wisdom-based knowing, and a careful direction and usage of will, which leads to its strengthening. And Ra now goes to a higher level, in the teaching or deeper level, and goes beyond what they already said. And said, in the answer fifty-two eleven, also a classic answer and very important. Fifty-two eleven, Ra said in terms of Don's questioning is there anything of importance other than disciplines of personality knowledge of self and strengthening of will Ross said this is technique this is not the heart let us examine the heart of evolution two key paragraphs here one, let us remember that we are all one this is the great learning teaching in this unity lies love This is a great learned teaching. In this unity lies light. This is the fundamental teaching of all planes of existence and materialization. Unity, love, light, and joy. This is the heart of evolution, of the spirit. Second paragraph. The second ranking lessons are learned taught in meditation and in service. At some point, The mind-body-spirit complex is so smoothly activated and balanced by these central thoughts or distortions that the techniques you have mentioned become quite significant. However, the universe, its mystery unbroken, is one. Always begin and end in the creator, not in technique. And so if you've been listening for a while, you've heard that I've said that phrase many times, always begin and end in the creator, not in technique that's where it comes from here, 5211 uh, so number one what Don calls disciplines of personality what seem to indicate uh, the tools or the principles needed to arrive at a disciplined personality uh, full self-acceptance and um, fearless self-knowing you know, all associated with careful direction and use of will this is all technique, Ross said Technique, because it's associated with praxis or practice or doing, the heart of the path is understanding, not doing the purpose of doing is for understanding why do we why is there action? Why is there a body maybe body, mind, spirit, why is there a body? Why does the creator have the schema of the uh, octave self evolving with body? Uh, with a mind that experiences form or body, with um, you know, as an expression of its source or spirit, why does an evolving mind use body or form? Actually, for the development of understanding, <laughs> body as a vehicle for the the discipline of understanding. <clears throat> the disciplines of personality are disciplines of understanding. Understanding requires acceptance and knowledge. Uh, acceptance and knowledge of self, and of course, other comes that, with that. But deep self knowledge, deep self acceptance, is the result of a particular type of direction of will. A careful, a careful use of will leads us to unconditional self acceptance and fearless self knowing and capacity for you know unrestricted self expression. So, a certain direction of will and priorities and values leads us to that acceptance and understanding. That acceptance and understanding, however, is the heart of um, the great work, which is the discipline of understanding, or the development of understanding of the seven rays. Ra said the steps for healing and balance, or balancing, is only one. The steps are only one. The understanding of the seven rays. That is the discipline of understanding. And when Ra says that... um, all that they said are technique is means they are of us, of practice. They are the practices, the practice self understanding, practice self acceptance, uh, and train the careful direction of will. Those are techniques. <clears throat> Those are associated with activity, but the heart is understanding. What is the heart? The heart is the understanding of the law of one, <laughs> which is uh, we are all one. This is the. and and I've read this so many times that I know each word here is significant. The reality that we are all one, or all is one, you see, we dissolves in a true understanding of of unity. The sense of me and us, there's me and I, and there's us and we. That that (coughs) um, constriction Or condensation of universal presence uh, into a sense of me and us and we, that doesn't happen in unity. In real unity, you can't say we are one. You would say all is one or one is all. All is one. Um, Personal identity falls away at that point. It's all transpersonal. So let us remember all is one <laughs> all is one or what we think we are is the the reality the reality of what we really are is the unity of all creation that's what we really are that's true identity and that um the unity of identity the one self the one being of all creation is the great learning or greatest learning uh, and teaching learning, meaning what we may learn, uh, what we're teaching ourselves uh, the key is the law of one, or identity is unity, and that 's beyond even the unified self of sixth density experience it 's the unified um, unified, boundless identity, true nature is true self, true identity is universal. unity, universal one the one field of light that's number one then in that unity we find two things we find love and light and so uh, the law of one is before the laws of love and light right? The the first law, the law of free will gives rise to or is associated with a second and third law of light law of love, law of light so to say that in this unity lies love in this unity lies light um that's the explaining the nature of of the unity we that we perceive we perceive a unity or an infinite or a boundless field of intelligent energy that um or or you know the energy consciousness of the entirety of an octave all dimensions all beings all forms all mind all thought um all power all the octave as one being, as one life um, in that unified life or one life what we find is love and light and that light is really energy fields but the a, a great learning a great learning is the um, you know, the uh, <clears throat> boundless love <laughs> that is of unity the, the nature of unity including boundless love And the nature of unity including boundless light so the one life the one universal life of all dimensions and this octave and all the octaves of course uh, in the heart of that one infinite life is love and light and so uh, knowing love is a great learning Um, knowing about light is a fundamental teaching of all planes of existence and materialization. The fundamental teaching (laughs) of all planes of existence. They're really saying what the entity learns as it's going up to sixth density. What the entity learns, what's the fundamental learning or teaching or what do do all dimensions teach us? What's the fundamental teaching manifest by uh, multidimensionality? All planes of existence in materialization all planes of existence means all dimensions and sub sub plane dimensions or sub dimensions all those dimensionalities offer the fundamental teaching of light because they're all <laughs> composed of light they're differentiations of intelligent energy whose nature is love or uh, as a manifestation of a of a unified life And um, our true identity is that unified, that boundless one life, which includes love and light. And that light is manifest by dimensionalities. Unity, love, light, and joy. If you really reflect on these things, you'll feel some joy, like, wow, what a nice situation the creation is. This is the heart of evolution of the spirit. Heart of evolution of the spirit. Why does it say soul evolution? Ra doesn't use soul so much, but... The idea is that the heart of evolution is the evolution of spirit that's another esoteric point the purpose of body or form is a vehicle for transformation of mind but the purpose of transformation of mind is evolution of spirit it's the evolution of god it's the evolution of the logos the you know the one infinite um, exploring or evolving and rotating um, you know going round or spiraling uh increasing ever increasing self-knowing <laughs> that's what it's all about and if you really know that you would feel some joy yes indeed then we have second ranking lessons which really means technique or praxis p-r-a-x-i-s uh, learned in learned and taught self-taught or learned by meditation and service so the key is the discipline of understanding or the development of true understanding And reflection on the reality of unity or unified life, one life, uh, whose expression or whose intrinsic qualities are love and light um, and the joy of that reality, that is the heart of the discipline of understanding or uh, heart of evolution or heart of the evolution of spirit, um, which is um, opening heart uh, and mind, heart-mind, to uh, increasing understanding of what is then we have technique or uh, that which we may do such as uh, sitting alone or sitting or doing meditation alone and interpersonal or group service <clears throat> and then Ross says at some point the entity is so smoothly activated and balanced by these central thoughts or distortions right everything is a distortion the central thoughts are unity love, light, joy um one may become may be so smoothly balanced or smoothly activated and balanced um that then techniques you mentioned are quite significant of course (laughs) to become so um smoothly activated and balanced one uses those techniques uh self-understanding and self-acceptance careful direction of will of course (laughs) so there's lots of interplay here between knowing and um what's raw Ra, what Rock Ra called the efficient use of catalyst. The efficient use of catalyst is using our life experience um in the way of greater self acceptance and self knowing. In the way of careful direction of will or development of of will and attention towards what we value, towards being, you know, the balanced development of acceptance and understanding. Acceptance and knowing. So um We use technique to um, understand reality and the more we understand reality, the more effective our technique or our practices become. Um, However, the universe, its mystery unbroken is one, meaning the transconceptual, the transconceivability, the the supraconceivability of existence or creation. It is supra, above, beyond, trans, conceptual, conceivable by mind. Uh, Reality as is, is not comprehended by fashioning, by samskara, by conceptualization or conceiving. You cannot conceive creation. Or when you conceive your views and opinions about creation, um, you still haven't explored its, its unbroken mystery the unbroken mystery or mystery unbroken the unity you know the unbroken mystery of of uh, the one infinite life life uh the mystery that is unbroken of the one infinite life is the fact that it cannot be encompassed or truly known by thought or samskara fashioning conceiving and again i've said like look at a leaf from my view It's a, you know, six-inch palm tree leaf. And then I get closer, and all I see is a field of green. I get closer, I see, um, you know, cells and, um, you know, cellular transport systems. And if I go closer, I see, you know, cellular elements. And then I see molecules. And then I see atoms. And then I see, you know, space between subatomic particles. Well, what is that? If I if I imagine if I have the perceptual perspective of uh, you know <laughs> being uh, being uh, at at the atomic size and I'm sitting on a proton neutron you know nucleus looking out into the the orbiting electrons what do I see it looks like a solar system to me <laughs> looks like space but that's a leaf isn't it oh. Hmm. how can you, how can you conceive that? <laughs> it, it's very, you can't. You're all conceptions fall short. And so that's why I said, Ra said, its mystery is unbroken. The universe is one, and always begin and end the creator, not in technique. It means don't forget who you really are, what's really going on here, and and understand that the mystery of what is You know, is shining and pulsing uh, ever in front of you, within you, around you, and your very perceiving of it is that pulsing infinite mystery. Uh, Two questions or so, and we'll move to the end of the session. 5212. Don says, Thank you. In mentioning in the previous session the harvest, you mentioned the light bringers from the octave. Am I to understand that those who provide the light for the graduation, the light for the graduation, are of an octave above the one we experience? Could you tell me more about these right light bringers and who they are? This is a nice question about eighth density community. Ross says this will be the last full query of this working. That's fifty-two twelve before thirteen. Ross said the octave density of which we have spoken is both Alpha uh, Omega and Alpha, the spiritual mass of the infinite universes, becoming one central sun or creator with a capital C once again. Then is born a new universe, a new infinity, a new logos, which incorporates all that the creator has experienced of itself. In this new octave, there are also those who wander. We know very little across the boundary of octave, except that these beings come to our aid, Come to aid our octave in its logos completion. Uh, is there any brief query which you have at this time? This is about eighth density guardians. Uh, the octave density, I believe, is the gateway density of seven going into eight. Surely it's um, a transit bridging from this octave to the next, which would be, you know, as far as I know, seven to eight density. Um, calling it Alpha and Omega. Omega and Alpha is, you know, it's the small, it's the great, it's the first, it's the last. It's zero degrees and 360 degrees. Um, Talking about the movement from one octave to another. We may say that um, the spiritual mass of infinite universes, again, what's a universe? Is that an octave? Is that many octaves? I don't know. You know, you're getting into terminology here that's Way beyond sixth density, spiritual mass of infinite universes becomes one central sun or creator. Once again, that means the new o- a new octave ap- uh, appears. The movement from one is to another is sort of a <clears throat> it's a birth. One octave gives birth to the next in a sense. Then is born a new universe, new infinity, new logos, which incorporates all that the creator has experienced of itself in the previous octave. So we're talking about an octave as a universe. An octave as a infinity. Okay? So infinite universes becoming one central sun or creator again is the infinity of this unit of this octave as a universe with one logos or galactic logos, right? Um which then evolves and gives birth to the next one. And the next one incorporates all that the logos the the essence, the distillation of what the Logos, the One Effect Creator, um, has learned or developed by experience of the totality of the previous octave. <laughs> okay? <clears throat> Meanwhile, in the new octave, or the next octave, or eighth density, are also wanderers. They're not really the same as us, but they're also um, looking backwards, or... Um, you know, entering realms of greater distortion than their own achievement. And they go across the boundary of octave, the octave boundary, seven to eight. They go from eight and play role very central role in the evolution of this octave. And what they're doing is aiding this octave, the seven-dimensional scheme, the whole thing, in, in its Logos completion. And that's another way of saying what Wanderers are doing coming to help Earth is to help the Logos in its completion associated with dimensional shift on this planet at this time. So, uh, <laughs> this is so superior to other forms of channeling, my friends. <laughs> superior in the sense of its um, its expanse of view. The 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 breadth of view, breadth and depth of view. Um, to me, it's so much more developed than other channeling on Earth that it's sort of a joke to put them side by side. Meanwhile, it may be, it's probably, it's not probably, it's definitely far less relevant for most folks than the other forms of channeling. There are very few people who could listen to this. (laughs) That's why uh, there are very few people listening to my YouTube channel. Even though the subscriptions keep going up little by little, uh, very few people really can listen to this. Very few people in the world. Because it's very difficult. Anyway... Uh, For those who are ready, this is, um, you know, um, it's, it's a great, it's uh, ambrosial, ambrosial and um, mana and um, it's, it's very holy. (laughs) So to consider these things, um, but really only, only awakened Sixth Density Wanderers and Fourth and Fifth um, would have any, would feel any relevance to this material. Anyway, finally, 5213, this will be the end for the session. Don asks the concluding question, only is there anything that we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or to improve the contact? Ra says, I am Ra. This instrument has some distortion in the area of the lungs, which has been well compensated for by the position of the physical complex. They adjust her body. All is well. We leave you, my friends, in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator, go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and in the peace of the one infinite creator, Adonai. And that concludes session 52. Next time, we go to session 53. Session 53 is long. 53 is 24 questions, 24 exchanges lots of big stuff um let me see you know i don't pause i just keep talking right talking breathing talking breathing Uh, very important um some personal looks like some personal material here first half of the session actually i would say more than half of the total session was relegated to book five being a uh, personal material about carla's process and um, leo sprinkle who i met and i think he wrote a forward he wrote a blurb a recommendation for my books leo sprinkle very nice man in uh, wyoming so i met him a number of times we had a good connection Uh going on this session um, talks a lot about the raw contact and then some miscellanea of ufo history the betty andreas and contact and more about wanderers and some other contacts so okay it looks like uh and orion so it looks like all of um nearly the whole of session 53 is going to be on the one hand personal material for LNL group and on the other hand UFOs Wanderers Orion Confederation and fourth density in association to third now so more um, ufology and personal process more about Wanderers and um, you know uh, the multi-dimensional scheme so thank you very much for being here I appreciate the opportunity I hope this has been well for you. I hope to see you again, and good night.